Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench. And you're going to be listening to an episode I recorded uh, this week with Tim Pizzetti, Athletic and Activities Director at Gilbert High School here in Gilbert, Iowa. And uh, we're going to just be asking him a few questions and let you get to know Tim a little bit. And we'll all pick up uh, some words of wisdom from him as well. Before we get into this episode, Beyond the Bench would like to thank our sponsors for Season 4, Gipper, Superfan Inc., Varsity Bound, Hometown Ticketing, and Goat Fundraising. Thank you to those sponsors for their partnership with Beyond the Bench. So now enjoy this little conversation I had with Tim Pizzetti from Gilbert. Well, hi, everyone. I'm uh, going to do a quick interview here with uh, Tim Pizzetti. Uh, Tim is the activities director in, in Gilbert and uh, has had a, a very good career and had a great school over there, does a fantastic job. And so we're just going to do a short little interview with him and learn a little bit about Tim and, and then go through our four questions with him. So, Tim, if you would, just tell everybody kind of your path to what got you to Gilbert and... Uh, you know, a couple of things you've, you've learned along the way, maybe some of your other stops. Thanks a lot, Todd. I really appreciate being on the podcast. I listen to you guys all the time and uh, it's an honor to be here. So for me, my, uh, my path started out uh, as a social studies teacher and a coach of many different sports. Uh, started out in Des Moines. I had student taught at Hoover and got a job uh, in Meredith Middle School, which is connect to it. I'm still coaching there and then went to Des Moines Hoover for a few years there. Spent five years at Seidel teaching and coaching there. Went to Southeast Polk for one year uh, after being the head coach at Seidel, a uh, student uh, football coach. I was at a spot I just didn't think that was uh, the right fit for me. It just maybe I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know. So um, left there, went to Southeast Polk for that one year. And it was a good year for me to just kind of reset and uh, refocus on what I really wanted to do. Job came open at uh, Colonesco for social studies and, and head football there and took that job. And I uh, really enjoyed my time there. Spent seven years there, and that's where I first became an athletic director. Uh, Doyle Miller was the AD at the time, and he was getting ready to retire. And he said, hey, this would be a, a good job for you to take. And honestly, I had never really thought about being an athletic director. And uh, so I spent three years doing that. Uh, I was fortunate enough that they gave me halftime teaching, halftime AD, and then I still was the head football coach. So it was a pretty good gig, really, and uh, enjoyed my time there. Had an opportunity to uh, go down to Missouri for six years. Uh, my parents had moved down there, living on Lake of the Ozarks, and there was a job about half an hour away from there. So we went down there and spent six years down there, uh, school of about 1500. So a little change from Colonesco, that's for sure. Yeah. And then uh, my parents, uh, interestingly enough, down there for three years, and then they end up moving back to Iowa. Uh, didn't know how to take that. Don't know take what it personal, right? Yeah, I, I, I tried not to, but I showed them they can run, but they can't hide. So I ended up back in Iowa here at Gilbert and uh, it's my seventh year here. It's, it's been a great opportunity for me, really enjoy it. Um, it was fortunate for me. They had built a brand new high school and uh, the year that I got here, we opened the stadium and uh, it's just been tremendous. We have great facilities here, great community support and uh, it was a good place to land. That's for sure. Uh, seven years already at Gilbert. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
I remember when you came, I guess. That's yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten about being around Des Moines uh, when you first started. I, I'd yeah. forgotten that early in your career there. Interesting. Well, so thanks for that. And uh, it's always, of course, we had a couple of good years being together. Well, I guess one, what my second year now, Union County, but we had one year in the conference together That's right. uh, before you we went one. to the Raccoon. But yep. so that was fun. Our meetings at uh, Jethro's and uh, it's been fun to get to know you and just kind of be close again as well. So um, I guess one, you know, the first question we're going to ask Tim is, is just uh, what is your why? What gets you going when your feet hit the floor in the morning. Right. And uh, it's kind of funny. And I brought up Doyle Miller earlier. And, and when he retired at, at Colonesco, uh, one of the things he said to me is, you know, you're already going to all the games anyway. You know, I was going to basketball games, going to baseball games, all the stuff that we had trying to support my football guys. And he said, so you might as well just get paid to do it. And like I said, I really hadn't thought about that job. And so as I um, got into the job, I, I spent every free moment I had with him before he retired and got to know how to do the job, thank goodness, because if you just walk mm -hmm. into this job, it, it's tough. So my actual why was just kind of going to games and hanging out with kids and, and doing that. And, you know, I had good relationships with kids at the time and with my staff, I knew everybody who um, was coaching there. So really it wasn't the same why that I have now. It's just kind of like, well, here's a job I could take um, and I can schedule games and I can supervise things and that was it honestly, mm -hmm. and still doing uh, teaching halftime. And I'm saying this, and I know there's people who do this each and every day and do a great job with it, but um, it gets to be a lot. It really yeah. does. And so when I had that opportunity to go to Lebanon, one of the things that I, uh, I got down there and honestly, the first football game, uh, the guys come running out, they had one of those blow up tunnels and I said goosebumps. And I was like, what have I done? You know, why, why am I getting out of coaching and doing this? But that was the opportunity where I had to look at myself and say, hey, what is my why? Why am I doing this job? Because now it's not to build relationships with my kids on a further basis because I'm not coaching those kids. So where can I put my focus? And it was really on getting to coach the coaches. Mm -hmm. And I heard somebody say that, you know, uh, years before that ADs coach coaches. And then you get that uh, influence, not just on your kids that you coached in football, for example, when I was at Colonesco, but now I can influence every single kid that's out for an activity. And by working with coaches and getting them to be the best that they can be, then they in turn can make those kids the best that they can be. And, you know, Todd, we'd love to win every state championship that's out there. We'd love to do that. But for me, uh, hanging banners is not the focus. My focus is making our kids the best they can possibly be. And I do that by working with our coaches and making them the best that they can be. Uh, and we've done that uh, at, Gilbert, I think we've done a good thing with uh, the 3D coaching. We've done that. Um, fortunate enough this last year to work uh, at the, uh, the new training for uh, evaluators for ADs uh, with Al Amers and, and uh, with Tom Lipovac and uh, taught a class there with Brian Peterson on coaching standards. And so I've taken that coaching standards uh, that are national standards and put them into my evaluation instrument. So this year, my focus is going to be working with our coaches to get them to understand what those standards are. And here's the things that we should be doing each and every day as a coach. And uh, it's just that another opportunity for me to work on making them better. So in turn, they make those kids better. Yeah, that's great. I love that. That's a great, great why. And it is funny, and I think it's valid um, that our why can be it kind of 
can mold into different things. Yeah. Go different directions. It has to be very pliable sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I didn't get into this at the very beginning with that idea that that's what my job was. You know, right. it's not, it's just not what I did when I started. Uh, it was just, I was a manager, you know, I'm scheduling, I'm supervising, I'm doing those things. And, and you realize once you get into it, you can do so much more. Yeah. I love how it was just that moment. And everybody knows I'm a moment guy. I love moments yeah. and I love oh, yeah. to write about moments and I, I like to look for those moments and uh, that you still remember that moment when that hits you. I think that's, yeah. that's phenomenal. That's great. So Tim, what do you feel like you do well? What's one thing or, or two things you do real well? Yeah, um, I think one of the things that we've done here is really build a culture of support. And I'm not doing that by myself. I mean, our coaches are, they're really all in on helping each other out. Uh, we have a lot of multi-sport athletes and I think we try and promote that as much as we possibly can. Um, it's tough sometimes, uh, especially when you have kids who are trying to do a couple sports in the spring or you have some kids who are playing baseball and are still out for spring sports. That, uh, that overlap is tough. Um, but I think um, us having a, a culture that supports each other, we're all Tigers here. We're all wearing the red and black. Uh, I think that's been real important. And I think that was one of the things maybe that was lacking when I got here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was just, it was a relationship piece that we wanted to build and work together as much as we could um, as a group. And I think all the coaches I have in place now uh, feel that same way. And I think we really have a unified front. Um, and these are what we, these are things that we do. You know, we implemented uh, five core values and we try and work on uh, using those and teaching those and the biggest piece on that one for me is the servant leadership, you know, and I try and do as much as I can to, to be that way myself and to, to be a servant leader, uh, to show coaches that that's um, the way we want to do things. And also then in turn, they can have the kids do servant leadership stuff. And uh, I'll give you a great example of just the community support on stuff like that. I had a, a set of parents give me, a, they sent me an email actually the other day and said, hey, there's a bunch of weeds growing in the landscaping at the stadium. Could we come in and, and pull those for you and get some burden off of your maintenance staff? <laughs> wow. Yes, absolutely. You can do that. That would be great. Uh, one of the other things I think we do well is recognizing kids and uh, celebrating them. Yeah, that's good. And uh, I think you can tell, uh, you can kind of feel it. You know, we've been away from you this year, but you can kind of feel it in your school with your teams. Um, you can kind of feel that culture. And I think the level that you're competing at, uh, a very high level Gilbert competes at uh, statewide and within that very difficult Raccoon River Conference, uh, is it, it shows you have to have support of, of each other within programs for kids to feel like they can do that. So, yeah, thanks for saying that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that uh, you can really tell. Um, so, with that, what are you focusing on to, to be better at right now? Do you have more than 10 minutes, Todd? <laughs> this could be part one. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things, and this is kind of came to light, um, I've been having some conversations with uh, some of my coaches and my football coach in particular, as we got into this summer, not having a whole lot of summer last year, you know, mm -hmm. COVID canceled a lot of things, the whole spring season, uh, workouts couldn't happen until uh, later in the summer. And and now, um, all of a sudden, we've got the whole summer, and we kind of went too crazy. We had too many people doing too many things. There were days when uh, our multi-sport kids, um, you know, I say we promote that, but we don't always give them the opportunity to maybe be successful at it, especially in the summertime. We had kids who had 
football and basketball and soccer on the same day. Mm-hmm. And that's just not good for those kids. So one of the things that I really want to work on, and this is what this is the analogy I used the other day with him. I don't think, and this goes back with our unified front, with our, our culture of support. If you're going to have that, then you need to actually make sure that's what you're doing. Not just, hey, this is what we have. You got to practice that. Right. So I said, I don't think we've got people rowing in different directions. But if we're a crew team and we're rowing together, a couple of us just aren't in step with each other, you know? So I think we're all going the same direction, but sometimes we're not all, the paddles aren't all hitting the, the water yeah. at the same time. And so that's kind of what we need to get, get together and, and kind of make sure that we're not stressing kids out. And if we want them to be multi-sport, how do we make that happen? So that's one of the things we're going to work on. And then uh, this, uh, this spring and, and summer a little bit, I feel like I've had some missteps as far as some scheduling things. And so uh, I'm going to go back to a little bit of an old school organization and uh, Greg Bonnet, if he listens to your podcast, will love this. I'm going to get a paper calendar uh-huh. and a notebook. I'm going to start keeping everything on there and, and uh, making sure that's, that's where everything actually has to live. And then it can get onto the electronics as well. I think uh, with the electronics and all the technology that we have, I feel like I've gotten a little bit lazy and I just, this is how things work. And so surely this is on everybody else's computer and so they'll know and and we had a couple of uh, instances this summer where that didn't quite mesh and so i think that's uh, that's one of the things i definitely want to do yeah I, I agree with you i mean as we get older i i still use the the paper calendar the the stuff we get from the state uh yeah. i put it there first and then try to get it online of course online is where people see it but right I, I still do both i just feel better writing it down with pencil and having that getting everything yeah. there too and that's, that's how i started you know because yeah. obviously that, that's that's the only thing you had at that point in time and and then uh as we got to like i said electronics and our school and those kinds of things and now you've got varsity bounty all the different places you want to put your stuff which is great but if it doesn't all get there uh it can create some problems so uh, i've got to have that that piece of paper in front of me I've, yeah. I've got, i need to go back a little bit and restart this <laughs> yeah. good point and i i agree with you with the coaches too and the, the kids the multi-sport I think we've got to have, we're the same way. We've got to have some discussions about that. Yeah. I don't think, you know, there's, there's not, there's not one of our coaches who is trying to overrun the other coaches. No, they're just, this is my sport. And this is what I want done. And they don't realize it. Every time that I've talked to one of them and said, Hey, you know, I think we're kind of overdoing that. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I didn't realize that. And so that's partially on me. I mean, I've got to be the guy who kind of sets all that schedule together and, and make sure that we're not uh, stepping on each other's toes. And so that's definitely something we can work on. Yeah, very good. Well, final question. It's our, it's our favorite question. You've heard it before because you listen to podcasts. And, um, but we've just learned so much, I think, about people and from people with this question. Uh, if you go back to tell young Tim Pizzetti um, anything you'd like to tell him, give him some advice, uh, what would you tell your younger self, Tim? First thing I would tell myself is to relax a little bit and not be so uptight. Um, and I think I, I started coaching that way because I think, feel like that's the way I was coached. And you just, mm-hmm. you got to relax a little bit. Everything is not the end of the world. Uh, if something goes wrong or everything is not right in place where it needs to be, uh, you just reset it and go again, you know, and give another shot at it. It's okay. Take time for yourself. And in this profession among all, I, I just think people really miss that part of it. And it goes back to what we were talking about before we started recording. 
uh, you know, and, and an AD, well, uh, Larry Mockelstaff from Boone told me once, uh, he was gone for uh, one of the games we had over there at Boone. And, and he said, I asked him later, I said, how can you be gone for a game? He said, well, that's when my vacation was. And I'm going to take it when I can take it. There's other people who can do this. They can supervise for you. And, mm-hmm. and uh, until he said that, it wasn't how I, I, I was. And so I would tell people that right away. You know, when you can get some time, you can take for yourself, do it. And the last thing is to get involved earlier and build a lot more relationships quicker. Um, I think that, you know, ADs are a unique group and they want to share everything. Uh, you go to a football clinic, a basketball clinic, any clinic, they're going to show you a smidge of what they want to do. Uh, they're not going to give you everything because you're going to end up playing them at some point in time. And that's not the way ADs are. And so you've got to do a good job of getting out and, and meeting people and getting involved with the state association, national, if you can. And um, I always uh, tell young ADs, if I get a chance to talk to them, is when you're coaching, you have rivalries, people that you really just either I want to beat them so bad, or I don't like that guy, or I don't like that school, whatever it is. And you've got to drop all that when you're an AD, because there's times when you need to switch a schedule, you need to move games, move a time, whatever it is. And uh, you don't want to be the guy that nobody wants to help. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so build those relationships and get involved. That's, yeah. that's what I would say. Very good. Yeah, I think sometimes just to wrap up here, those are all great. And they're, they're so true. You know, coaches, well, I don't want to play it here. I don't want to play it there. And I don't want to do it. Help. I said, hey, you don't have to work with this AD time after time. And so kind of get, let them see that hat too. But yeah, I agree. That's, yeah. that's good stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for taking a few minutes uh, out of your summer day. It's, it's been good to talk to you. Good to see you. And, uh, you know, we, we look forward to sometime recording a podcast over at the third stall. And, oh, that would uh, be that, great. That might be a live video when we do that. So uh, we'll be over you know, a live one there. So thanks, Tim. Uh, good luck here in the postseason. And, and we look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Todd. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Sure. No problem. Uh, and thanks a lot for having me on, Todd. I really appreciate that. Uh, enjoy your guys' uh, podcast. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> We're real. Oh, goodness. Here. <laughs> Go ahead. I can edit that. Okay. Thank you. I hope you do. <laughs>